Hi everyone, welcome back to the Culture Bucket Podcast, the universe's best and greatest uh, podcast uh, that everyone loves, uh, with your two great good best friends, George and Alex. This week is another uh, Black Mirror mini episode, uh, as we are discussing all of the episodes of season six of Black Mirror. Um, so I hope you enjoy that when we get into that in a moment uh, but before we get to the good stuff I'd just like to remind you to please go and rate and review us everywhere you can uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube etc etc tell your friends about us, get people listening, we'd really appreciate it and uh, we'll see you for more full-sized normal episodes after our summer vacation um, I hear a rumour that Alex is turning pretty <laughs> I I already did that last summer, so that's fine. Right, we'll see you. We'll see you in September. Love you very much. Enjoy the episode. Finally, turning pretty <laughs> at thirty-eight. <laughs> it's never too late to turn never, pretty. Never too late to turn pretty. Two friends just made a podcast. Two good friends just made a podcast. Two friends just made a podcast. Hello everyone and welcome back to 119 episodes of Culture Bucket. This is the 119th episode of Culture Bucket. It's a pleasure to be with you. I am George and with me is your co-host Alex. Hi Alex. Hi, George. Hi. Hi, everyone. Hi. Today we are wrapping up our mini season of mini episodes on the sixth season of Black Mirror. We'll be discussing the final episode of series six, Demon 79. Yes. Uh, yes. Um, this episode is a slightly longer one. It's 74 minutes. It's the second longest of the season behind Beyond the Sea. Um, yep. It's a period piece like the last episode, but going even further back to 1979. Um, making it kind of the least Black Mirror episode of the whole season because it's barely to do with technology beyond yeah um the 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 sort of military technology that comes into play towards the end of the episode but it's much more supernatural mm. um oh in fact this is weird oh this is i feel like i'm i've dropped into a so i'm looking this i'm looking at the episode on wikipedia and it mm. says the episode is the first to be released under the label Red Mirror and contains supernatural elements rather than technology based stories. Wow. I didn't realize this was a thing, but on 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 um on Wikipedia they've got the poster for the episode because they do sort of bespoke posters for each episode. And it says Black mm. Mirror proudly presents a journey from the depths of hell to the north of England, Demon 79, and underneath it says a Red Mirror film. So yeah, I guess they are recognizing that it is um is different. Mm. This episode, let's see, what does Enemy say the, the episode is about? Let's have a little look-see. Northern England, 1979. A meek sales assistant called Nida is told she must commit terrible acts to prevent disaster by Gap, the demon. Um, yeah, we meet at the start of the episode, we meet Nida, who is a uh, sales assistant in a shoe shop mm. in 1979. The actress that plays her is from India, is Indian. So I'm assuming that neither of the characters is Indian, but I didn't want to misrepresent her, her race, uh, but I just double-checked. And yeah, so um, obviously in 1979 in the north of England, um, that was not the easiest 
um, ethnicity to to, mm. to be without being uh, treated poorly, and we do see her being treated pretty poorly by the people that work with her. Yeah. Um, not not enjoying her. You know, she eats curry for lunch, and they they they're racist to her about that, and they're racist yeah. to her about everything basically, and they're just awful yeah. people, as people often were back then. Um, she finds a uh, a um little talisman in her basement um, yeah. of the shop and she accidentally gets some blood on it and it, it results in a demon called Gap played by Papa Essiadu from uh, I May Destroy You mm-hmm. um, to arrive and tell her that if she doesn't kill three people in three days, the world will end. Yeah. Mixed in with this, we have um, the rampant and rife right-wing conservative uh politics of the time yeah. uh, front and center through a politician called Michael Smart who is out there speaking out against immigration um, yeah. and resulting in national front logos being painted on Nida's door and stuff like that and just a horrible awful representation of uh, some of the politics that existed in, in-, in- England at that time um, existed yeah well I mean obviously it still exists today don't make me look like I'm um <laughs> sorry and uh yeah so she sort of like it's kind of this weird mix between this sort of paranormal demonic tale of being driven to murder by a demon yeah. mixed in with this story of uh racism in in England mixed in with almost like a love story between these two characters of Nida mm. and Gap the demon this was an episode that when I first watched it I was a bit like I don't really know what that was but in the weeks since I first watched it and thinking about it now I really like this episode Hmm. what do you think yeah it was definitely different from the others and I I like that here the character kind of developed somehow and uh, became uh, a a hero (laughs) tried to become a hero yeah Uh, and uh, especially Deciding who her last kill was. That was wonderful. Um, so I quite like that. I liked the... Yeah, because she goes from being like a sort of kowtowed, put upon, yeah. just accepting the racism she has to face every day. Yeah. To... yeah, to wanting to kill the main racist. Yeah, and sort of feeling a bit more empowered with the decisions yeah. she can make, which is... Uh, I, I wish the it. ending was like she had killed him. Well, yeah, it's Black Mirror though, so it's going to always take the bleak route. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, and uh, did you see on, on Wikipedia, it says the episode is set during the 1979 United Kingdom general election, which led to Conservative Margaret Thatcher becoming Prime Minister. Mm. Brooker said that the election saw the change in British, British politics with a populist, populist tsunami that led the world to become more hawkish. Smart resembled smart resembles the politician Enoch Powell. Yeah, Enoch Powell yeah. famously gave a speech about rivers of blood in the streets, uh, yeah. where immigration to 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 allow, be allowed to continue, and I think that did result in him being pretty roundly told to go away. Um, but you know, it just meant that they had to hide their racism behind more. Yeah. Uh, metaphorical language. It didn't. It didn't exactly stop them from being racist, anyway. But yeah. So yeah. Uh, it definitely similarities to Enoch Powell, but then similarities to Nigel Farage of today. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. Um, 
Uh, the character of Nida is called Nida Hook in reference to Charlie Booker's real-life wife, Connie Hook, uh, mm. who was my favourite Blue Peter presenter when I was a child yeah, and probably my first wonderful. celebrity crush. So that's, that's, Connie Hook's the best. She's so great. Well done. When they got together, I was like, I did not see that happening. <laughs> no. Like, no. <laughs> just, no. Uh, but, well, they, they, they've been together for a long time now and seem extremely yeah. happy and that's lovely because, um, yeah, they're the best. It's so odd to think of it because Connie Hook feels like she's from a different era of my life. Or she is from a different era of my life, but feels yeah. like it can't, the two things don't match. But mm. clearly they do. So that's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's really clever the way that Gap, the demon, takes on the form of uh, Bobby Farrell from Boney M. Uh, yeah. As we see Nida watching them perform Ra Ra Rasputin on top of the pops uh, before she before the demon turns up, and obviously he he appears as something that she likes, and she obviously <laughs> sees Boney M and 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 uh, is attracted to to this character, uh, mm. to this guy. Um, so she's being followed around by this. Uh, enormous really tall black man in like a big white sort of feather boa thing um it's a pretty great look and it works uh uh for the show and yeah it goes it gets pretty dark she ends up going and murdering a few people and you know attacking people with hammers and that sequence where she attacks the guy who's supposedly killed his wife i think it is yeah uh, it's pretty bleak Um, yeah because i thought she was going to pull out of it she wasn't going to do it no but she and then he said i was a good husband and then she just like goes ape on him. Yeah, yeah, she goes absolutely ham on him. Um, ham, not ape. Well, ape works as well. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The first killing, I think, was the most satisfactory. Fa- the most satisfactory. I'd agree with that completely. And yeah, did you recognize the guy playing the police officer who's investigating uh, the murders? Uh, kind of, but I don't know from where. Well, last week or a couple of weeks ago now, we watched a video of him performing a Taylor Swift song for children in need. Ah, oh, it's him! It's him! Wow. Yeah. Looking yes. looking pretty different in this, but yeah, that's, uh, yes. that's fun. So yeah, I, I I really like this one, actually. I Yeah. I think it's um a grower. It's grown on me since I first watched it. I like the mixture of, you know... Fighting back against racists with a big hammer and demons yes. and the uh, and yeah the episode ends with the world ending nuclear annihilation raining down mm. on us similar to um, visions seen in the movie Oppenheimer recently yeah. uh, not so far from potential reality was inspired by Freds do you know Freds no Threads is a uh, doc uh, not a documentary a movie that the BBC made in um uh. Oh, I don't know. When did Fred's come out? 1984. Um, and yeah, it's a, it's a film that the BBC made about the potential effects of nuclear war on, um, on, on the world or on Britain. And, and it kind of shows in really devastating, um, it shows in a very devastating way what would happen to say the city of Sheffield were a nuclear bomb to be dropped on it. And it's, it's, I've wow. never seen Fred's, but it's meant to be one of the most harrowing watches you can have. I do, I do want to watch it at some point, but Charlie Booker talks about how similar to a lot of episodes of black mirror threads is a look at what our lives could be like in 10 minutes. If we aren't careful with the technology we have, we have access to. Nice. Um, so yeah, uh, demon 79 was kind of inspired by that. And, and okay. in a very, I think there's a quote, um, 
Yeah, I think I can find it here. Is it here? Yeah, yeah. So the last line of the episode um, is a reference to Fred's uh, BBC apocalyptic war drama set in Sheffield that bleakly depicted the likely consequences of a nuclear strike against the UK. In each of the first bombs land, a man stares transfixed into the distance and says, Jesus Christ, they've done it, followed to a, by a cut to a mushroom cloud rising over a northern English town. So, yeah, very specifically referencing that there. Um, yeah, and yeah, this is the exact quote from Charlie Booker. Um, Black Mirror and Fred's are both about the way we live now and the way we might be living in 10 minutes' time if we're clumsy. Wow. Yeah, quite uh, scary. Clumsy. Yeah, if we're clumsy, we might kill ourselves with the weapons that we nice. have made. Um, so, what did you think of this episode? What was your overall I liked view? it. Yeah? I liked this episode. I thought I thought it was it was good. Um Set in 1979, but I think it reflects also the politics that we have now. Yes, so yes, I think, it does. Yeah. So I think it's um interesting. Mm. Uh, I like the idea of uh the demon kind of demon and the nice demon. Yeah, helping the human going off to be trapped um, in eternity with Nida forever. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I I li- I liked how it was kind of like very kind of normal at the beginning and then it just the more when the the episode went on the more like Nida just gets more angry and wants to actually kill Mm. a bad person Mm. so yeah yeah cool all right well I can tell you my final ranking for the season now yes I'm gonna place Lock Henry at number one yeah Demon 79 at number two Mm. is Awful at number three Beyond mm. the Sea at number four, and Maisie mm. Day is the only episode I truly didn't like in number five. Uh, and I'm going to do Demon 79, number one, mm. Beyond the Sea, number two, Lock Henry, number three, Journey is Awful, number four, and Maisie Day, number five. Cool. So overall, you were probably a little bit cooler than positive on the season as a whole. Yeah. Yeah? I didn't, I didn't particularly enjoy the season. <laughs> but... Um, Demon seventy nine and Beyond the Sea worth watching? Would you say? Yeah, I think so. I think I think they're they're, they're interesting concepts. Those two, mm-hmm. definitely. Nice. Yeah. Um. Right. Well, that's been our summer of Black Mirror. Um. Oh. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. Um. We'll be back with you next week for episode one hundred and twenty. Twenty. Yeah. It, uh, it's been a pleasure to be with you over the summer. We hope you've enjoyed this little mini season. Sorry you haven't had full episodes, but we, we you know, we, everyone needs a, a sort of a break now and then. Um, and yeah, it's been a pleasure. Speak to you again soon. Love you so much. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.